Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 429. Tonight, I'm here with Alex Bot. I'm here. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up, dude? And then you. we are here with um, this message was removed by Facebook security, a.k.a. James Babb. <laughs> Great to be with you guys. we got a lot of stuff to cover tonight. Oh, Clown world has been extremely active. And then we've got with a special guest, Dave Benner. Dave is the Region 2 rep on the LNC, a contributor to the Mises Institute and 10th Amendment Center, and he also runs the very based LP Twitter. Dave, thanks yeah. for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. This is a great show. I've caught a, quite a few of them over the years, and you guys have kept it going a long time, so it's a pleasure to join you guys. Oh, all good, Thanks, man. man. Yeah, it's been like long overdue, so glad you could... Uh... Yeah, I canceled on you last time because I double booked with David Brady, who may have been on your show in the past. I don't know, but uh, felt bad about that. But uh, he asked me first. So, uh, no, it's all good, man. Fair is fair. This time I'll make it up to you guys. So, Uh, it's all good, man. So, you're drinking some root beer there? Oh, man. I'm it's strong as heck, too, man. (laughs) It is. I'm almost on the floor at this point. Yeah. That sarsaparilla is really like hitting. Yeah. What do you what do you got there, Jared? Oh, I've got a uh, stone. It's called Stone FML. The FML stands for Fear Movie Lines, which is like some random. There's oh, I, so what it's based on is actually. Have you guys ever heard of what three words? No, what's that about? So it's this idea that like they're able to generate basically like map coordinates based on three words. It's like a it's like a better way of doing it. It's like an easier way to like find places that are sort of unmapped than using like GPS coordinates. Cause GPS coordinates are like incredibly long. And this is like an algorithm designed to like be able to map anywhere on the planet with like three words. And that happens to be where stone brewery is located. But yeah, this shit's good. It's like a hazy double IPA eight and a half percent. It's, it tastes like amazing. That's kind of interesting. How can we how can we figure out the three words for our locations or does that how do you use that? Do you type them into Google Maps or? Yeah, I mean, you'll have to find a a website that that charts that stuff. I haven't haven't investigated it for my own address, but uh, also not sure I want to give that out on the podcast. But But it just seems I mean, at least with uh, latitude and longitude, like you can find it. You don't need like a special device to to know where that is. Right. So. Well, yeah, I mean, there's just that's just how it is. It's a global addressing system, but I've used it in like my prior work when we had to like work with like Saudi Arabian. um, Saudi Arabian companies that don't have like fucking. Like they ship to people that don't have addresses that live in like tents in the desert. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Don't like a lot of people in Saudi Arabia yeah. just like do not have addresses. So like rather than like punching in their coordinates, they just like type in their like three word address and it just boop takes you there. Third Pretty dude from the left past <laughs> the camel. You know, right. I don't know. <laughs> 
Exactly. That sounds like All a right. good beer. Babs, what are you drinking? What do you got that going on? I uh, I'm drinking black coffee. Oh, nice. Oh, there you shit. go. Drinking black coffee. Just because I'm I don't just feeling a little uh, run down after going to the gym. I needed to mm. get my energy up for this incredible show we have here. Yeah, I mean we got a lot in clown world. Uh, Davos was going on this week, so there's so much so much we could pick from. Where do we begin? Well, first of all, you know I, I'm sure we were all praying for that meteor strike that just unfortunately hasn't hasn't happened. But uh, there was Davos, a yeah that was uh, predicted or. No. Well, we were all just hoping for it. You know, like uh, think of right. how many problems would have been solved, right? If that whole group of, at, at the Davos convention just, uh, you know. <laughs> well, the, 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 the sex well, workers. They didn't, <laughs> yeah. they didn't get a comet, but what they did get were a bunch of prostitutes gathering. <laughs> which um, ones? <laughs> which ones? Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard like you people like, uh, like, like the North of Grumman kind the, or, the, or the lady kind. Yeah. You mean Klaus Schwab? The high-end prostitutes like flew in from around the world, you know, right. like it really, I mean, I'm sure this really put, um, you know, put a hurting on the market for high-end prostitutes worldwide, you know, like driving <laughs> the prices up. Whoa, this is one that was there? Shit. Apparently she covers. I need to get into Davos. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, it was, it was pretty wild just on Twitter the past week and just seeing some of these clips from. I think the, I think some of these prostitutes are adults too. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of tough nowadays with you know the Epstein client list and you know the the island shut down. Their adrenochrome supplies or yeah. there's supply line shortages, but supply chain shortages and everything. But I guess their their theme their theme for this show I think was something about master the future. Gonna master mm-hmm. the future. And these guys, you know, these world leaders, um, or you know, these elites, whatever you want to—I don't know what. What do you call them? Like some people like to call them the unelected leaders. Like if they were elected, it would be okay for them to plan our future. <laughs> but they're—they're uh, they're, yeah. yeah, they're busy trying to figure out how to take away our stoves and our cars and <laughs> change our diets. How to, keep, how to keep the world in constant <laughs> conflict? Do eat the bugs. You also uh, like it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just crazy because look at how much danger we face already from an internal national centralized government in Washington. Just think about giving these more, these people more power and adding a new layer onto it. It's just a catastrophe in every single way. So, Well, and they seem to do a good job of manipulating the, you know, the, the, the national governments through their, you know, like they said, they're, you know, they've infiltrated them. They've put their, their young global leaders into positions within governments. And then, and then I'm sure it from there, it's mostly just sexual blackmail and bribes and, you know, just to keep them, keep them in line from there. Look at all the world leaders right now, just begging for world war three for their countries begging to rate you know for destroyed economies for their own countries yeah. to, to fulfill these at this this kind of agenda that's coming out like how do you get them to how do you get a politician to to just have the complete horrible policies for their own country i mean that was i think i saw Zelensky was going to go to davos within the next couple months to meet with uh uncle klaus and blackrock to talk about rebuilding and reinvesting in Ukraine. So it's just. Can, can we play this video of Ukraine 2030? 
I think this uh, this kind of shows you where where they're all headed with Ukraine. Um, and this was like um, I think it was a technology company that put this video together, but it was it's been promoted by the Ukrainian government as sort of their vision for what the future is. And it's an all new digital Ukraine and everything's going to be carefully monitored and you're going to be totally safe. Let's look eight years ahead. 2030. The history of the new Ukraine is studied all over the globe. Why? Because Ukraine became the most digital and convenient country in the world. Scripts have replaced bureaucrats. 500,000 former public servants are successfully integrated in the new economy. No more red tape, but paperless. No more banknotes, but cashless. Yes, we became the first country to abandon paper money. Uh Ukraine now has the best tax system for the IT industry and the most affordable e-residency. Thanks to Ukrainian engineers and programmers, the R&D centers of the world's top technology... Wait, e-residency, is that so you can live there virtually and be taxed virtually without actually like right. <laughs> existing there what is that it's so they what can i think mean? it's just so they can they can turn it off if need be right like <laughs> that's for everyone also, everybody like ukraine, gets e-residency if you have a ukraine flag in your twitter bio don't you get like automatically opted into that <laughs> right right yeah yeah Technology companies operate successfully, and Ukraine ranks first in the world by the number of startups per capita. Ukrainian courts are guided by artificial intelligence, and all notarial oh. acts take well, place online. Sinister. Ukrainian that customs is confidence. fully automatic and the fastest in the world. Chat customs CPG clearance and car registration can now be done in three clicks from your smartphone. Because of three war clicks. and internal migration, we have built the most flexible and modern digital education. Brave military and civilians get quality treatment with modern remote monitoring and e-health systems. Ukraine also has the most effective cyber defense in the world. After the horrors of 2022, Ukraine focused on security systems. Now every production facility has its air defense system, and the sleep of Ukrainians is protected by an ultra-modern Iron Dome. Oh, the Ukraine- wow. I heard that before. The Iron Dome, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> Who else has one of those? <laughs> Jared's, Jared's people. <laughs> Are <laughs> like you gonna get in on this grip? More like an IT company in terms. Yeah, I'll, I'll get an Iron Dome for my house, man. <laughs> Call up your people. <laughs> of oh, the man. efficiency what of implementing decisions, and one can register a land plot, start construction, open a business, or get a license, and register a car or real estate from a smartphone automatically in one click. Ukraine is the one freest click. and digital. This is all because international partners and the world's leading technology companies supported the Digital for Freedom initiative and united to help Ukraine recover through digitalization. Building a new Ukraine together, free and the fastest, brave and digital. Wow, geez. It's like that is so telling where things are going, where things are going. And how complimentary brain implants for everyone will make it be great. Like remote yeah, monitoring is like pimped out as a good thing. It's crazy. It's yeah. gonna you're gonna be safe. Well, I mean, you saw the you saw the uh, the the clip art models in the in those scenes. Look how happy they were. Yeah, look look fabulous. Didn't look very dystopian. Looked like uh, you know, looked like utopia. 
was that an official video just translated into English for real? It was it was shared by uh, by a Ukrainian. Did that link have a uh, that I sent you, Jared, show who it was from? It was a Ukrainian official of some kind. Mikhailo Fedorov, Ukraine government official, officially vice prime minister of Ukraine and minister of digital transformation of Ukraine. Maybe he died in that heli- that recent helicopter crash this past week. <laughs> One can only hope. And then he posted eight hours ago. Well, he he was quickly able to upload his consciousness into the into the <laughs> AI. And <laughs> there's few things I dread and apprehend more than global central bank digital currencies. I don't think people understand the the sheer potential for enslaving people that comes within that it's crazy it sure is like everybody hates it i've never met anybody it's like oh i can't wait for those cbdc's but they're sure pushing it hard regardless they are they have it in a test program right now in the federal reserve bank in new york there's a pilot going on right now in the u.s for it jesus was it nigeria where they where they tried to roll it out um it's one of the bigger african countries and nobody, nobody's using it. <laughs> Nigerians aren't dumb. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So here's another post from this guy. Apparently he was at WEF. He was at Davos. Oh, shocker. He says one more thing about the, about at WF, WEF. It's a great place to meet with friends. Oh, friends. Like Swiss Evcoop, who helped us launch DIIA, which I guess is this thing. And now also supports Estonian app. M reek based on dia yeah so yeah this guy's all all in that shit i mean what an honor it must be for the average ukrainian they get to be a test bed for u.s weapon systems they right like they get they get to they get to sacrifice their 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 lives and family members in a in a proxy war for nato and russia and now, out of the, out of the rubble, like a grand phoenix rising, will come <laughs> yeah. this gr- great Mass digital civilization <laughs> where of CBDCs and constant monitoring, monitoring right. and iron domes and telehealth for our military heroes. Yeah, it sounds great. And virtual taxation, apparently. Virtual, t- yeah. yeah, virtual taxation <laughs> is 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 real theft. Yeah. you can go in the metaverse to pay your taxes (laughs) and to find child prostitutes anyway so what else is going on world economic forums they had this big convention of 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 the world's leading supervillains, including um child child soldier in the propaganda war greta They, they 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 wheeled out greta for this one um Unfortunately, I guess for her, she kind of got humiliated um, by Rebel News. They, oh, I'm not. Sh- Do you guys see this video? Maybe we could we can play it. But she just got she just got hammered with, I mean, and hammered. Just I would just say, ask politely a, a series of legitimate questions while she was walking down the street, and um, all she just had this weird giggle the whole time. Like, I, I, it's really strange, but. Uh, did you guys see? Did you did you see the one? Like, is she a kid? Are you supposed to treat her like a kid, or is she? Are you a child actor or an expert? How would you oh, treat yourself? <laughs> oh, they bombarded her. 
Ezra Levant here for Rebel News. I'm standing outside the CNBC studio, the same one where the vice president threatened to clock our friend Avi Amini. Uh, of course, it's where all the VVIPs pop by to give their propaganda message, dutifully transcribed by the media party here. How dare you? <laughs> it is the most important person in the world, according make that a to sample. the World Economic Forum. We it is young Greta Thunberg. So we'll see if we can catch a minute of the young lady's time. Greta, how many times did you rehearse right. your arrest at the German coal mine? <laughs> nice. How many times did you rehearse it? Because it looks staged. Is it true? How many times did you re rehearse your arrest? So she sent away her handler there. Did you did you catch that? How many times? Did yeah, you, oh, you can leave. Arrest? And the why handler was it staged that way. Greta, considering you've not spent much time in school, how do you know so much about climate change? <laughs> nice. Greta, maybe you want to talk to real journalists. Uh, what did you talk to? You, you hear it in uh, Davos? Were they successful? Well, that was a little passive aggressive, like real journalists. Greta, as a real journalist, is climate change as real as your arrest? <laughs> Greta, how far are you willing to go? You're willing to break the law. Will you renounce violence? Will you renounce violence, Greta? Or do you support Antifa? You've worn an Antifa shirt before. Are you in favor of Antifa? Aww. Greta, how did you get here today? What All right. <laughs> She's not answering. What if she has been to uh, any of the, the Sam Bankman Freed events? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm sure. like, was that I thought that was a photo of, of with him there, but no. they look like they would run in the same circles. <laughs> totally. <laughs> or that Greta. Yeah. She looks like she could uh, be I heard she is 20 years old. I don't know if that matters. Like she used to be a kid, but yeah. you know. A child soldier in war, they're still a soldier, you know, so she puts herself out there as a target. I don't think anything that I don't think any of those questions. Would you consider anything asked unfair of someone in her position? No, she's helping to drive the regime narrative on a few things at this point now. So absolutely not. Well, why, even, why even wouldn't she answer one. any of the questions? Yeah. And, and then that arrest was too staged. I mean. There's videos of it. It was just like, come on now. This is just. Well, that's how the left does their their arrests. Like I've been to events with like old lefties and they do their arrests and it's all scripted and they know what time the rest is going to be. And it's, you know, it's like they don't get mad about it. They're all happy, you know. So, yeah, the same uh, Rebel News uh, bombarded uh, the CEO of Pfizer. And I was surprised. I mean, this is something they they bombarded him. They also bombarded John Kerry. And there's like, you figure, wouldn't these people have security? Wouldn't they just, so for them to just go up to them and just bombard them with questions, I don't know. It just seemed. I would expect some kind of space laser to, to be on <laughs> hand to defend them, you know, right. like just something. I mean, they did have like what, like four, like thousands of uh, Swiss troops, like on patrol around the entire city. And there was like high security. You but, know, even if they have security, you know, close to 100 percent of the time, there's always something they have to sneak out or maybe they maybe they do it on purpose. Right. right. Like um, somebody had speculated that, you know, like, why did Greta Greta didn't have to do that? She could have just been like, hey, I'm going to answer questions next week, you know, or tomorrow at the press conference, you know, but thanks or no, I don't want to answer questions. But she did this weird giggly walk with them kind of thing. Like maybe they were. One theory is that they put her out there hoping she would get viciously attacked 
And then uh, they could use that as like, oh, look how mean our opposition is. But uh, it, they didn't really take the bait. They just were polite and just kept asking real questions. So. Yeah, Rebel News is based. I mean, I don't know if they were real questions. So they were very, like, sarcastic questions. <laughs> That's definitely the kind of shit we would ask on this show, right? Right. I mean, sure, yeah. I mean, can we play? Let's play the one where he grills the Pfizer dude. Like, this, like, it is hard to imagine that the Pfizer dude would be allowed to walk, like, right. a stranger that, who hasn't been, like, through a metal detector could get within 30 feet of him. That's what I mean. I'm like, that the fact that they got that close to him, it's like, like shouldn't yeah. he be in like a like a um, like a armored mobile like pope mobile? Remember like the thing they put the pope in with <laughs> yeah. like bulletproof glass, <laughs> right? Seriously, because uh, yeah, so this is the same uh, rebel Mr. news. Well, like, can I ask you? When did you know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission? How long did you know that without saying it publicly? Thank you very much. I'm sorry to that question. <laughs> I mean, we we now know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission. But why did you keep it secret? You said it was 100% effective, then 90%, then 80%, then 70%. But we now know that the vaccines do not trans stop transmission. Why did you keep that secret? Have a nice day. I won't have a nice day <laughs> until I know the answer. Why did you keep it a secret that your vaccine... going to let you know in 75 years. Stop transmission. Is it time to apologize to the world, sir, to give refunds back to the countries that poured all their money into your vaccine that doesn't work, your ineffective vaccine? Are you not ashamed of what you've done in the last couple of years? Do you have any apologies to the public, sir? Are you proud of it? You've made millions on the backs of people's entire livelihoods. How does that feel to walk the streets as a millionaire on the backs of the regular person at home in Australia, in England, in Canada? What do you think about on your yacht, sir? What do you think about <laughs> on your private jet? Are you worried about product liability? Are you worried about this guy, myocarditis? <laughs> what about the sudden deaths? What do you have to say about young men dropping dead of heart attacks every day? Mar Hamlin. Why won't you answer these basic questions? No apologies, like, sir. Do you, do you think you should be no. charged oh, criminally? That way. Oh, no. Can't go that way. Can I go in here? Where can I hide? <laughs> yeah, I was shocked they were able to get that close and uh, just bombard him. With well, caution. good for Rebel News for being yeah. out there. You know, like I'm sure they had to really scope it out and be, you know, ready at any time and look all over the place and just, you know, be ready to spring into action when that when those little opportunities popped up. But but who knows? It's it's World Economic Forum. Maybe you just step out on the sidewalk. Oh, there's there's John Kerry. Let's, you know, like, right. like there's some other asshole. Like, let's get him. The FBI director was there too. I think he did some seminar. Uh, Christopher Ray. Yeah, there was a lot of there some there bureaucrats, was, some representatives. The governor of the governor of Georgia was there. The governor of Michigan, who was a huge lockdown proponent, who I guess went along with that plot, that FBI plot. She was there. Um, who else? There was quite a few other. Oh, the, who was the disgraced Senator, CNN guy? The disgraced CNN oh, guy was there. Potato Head. Potato Head was there. Stetler. What's, he was there. He was on a panel. Seltzer or oh, Seltzer. Yeah. Seltzer. Yeah. And um, 
Al Gore is still pushing the climate. He was going on a rant. Oh, I can't. Al, they brought Al Gore back. They like, brought wow. him out. Oh, like what? so retro. Like, yeah. you know, like, God. Pushing like, his- I thought that he would never be able to come back in public because, like, we're all supposed to be underwater now. Right. right? Like, <laughs> like how, how come we're still alive? Yeah. Oh, my God. An inconveniently wrong narrative. Remember that movie? Oh, and he came back and he was. Oh, we got to find a a copy of that video because he's all yelling and he's like, oh, he's really trying to get get it back. Let me get in the docs here. Uh, Just imagine like being yelled at by Al Gore in 2023. (laughs) He's bitter about the hanging chads, man. Come on, won't you be bitter about hanging chads deciding the presidency in your opponent's favor? And man, bear, pig on the loose. <laughs> All right, I think I, I think I found it where he was going. And what, what a, I, why did they bring him back? <laughs> I mean, there don't they be- need? Can't they get some better uh, uh, spokes scaremongers? Yeah, listen. Yeah, they've listen. got an old, an old washed-up politician, an autistic Norwegian girl. Like, can't they do any better than that? Yeah, there's got to be. Are the crisis actors just all like at Like, are they fully employed or like what's going on? Nobody wants to work anymore. (laughs) Yeah, no one wants to do an honest day's work, man. Come on. I mean, listen to this unhinged uh, rant here. Uh, Oh, let me pull it up here. It's on the. (laughs) Went from worrying about hanging chads to trying to hang chads. That's Andrew in the chat. (laughs) CNN guy, while while you're pulling up, the CNN guy was like, was complaining about misinformation. Like, what? Hold on. Here we go. Nice, Andrew. Here's Al Gore. We're still putting 162 million tons into it every single day. And the accumulated amount is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 Hiroshima-class atomic bombs exploding every single day on the Earth. That's what's boiling the oceans, creating these atmospheric rivers and the rain bombs and sucking the moisture out of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves. One billion in this century. Look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees. What about a billion? A billion refugees. He's, he's right about the authoritarianism part. <laughs> right? That was about the last part, right? <laughs> Listen, I got to give him points on the delivery, though, right? Like, yeah. he really, like, you, it almost like you think, like, wow, he really believes this kind of crap that he's spewing. Like, even though we all know that, like, uh, climate-related des- uh, deaths are way down around the world. Severe weather, not, you know, it's definitely not up. There's a lot of trends that are actually complete opposite of everything that he, the, the doom and gloom that he's spreading, but he really sells it. Yeah. I mean, it's, he's like, only, he's only like six years younger than, than Biden. And he sounds way, way more articulate, even though let's get, you know, he should come back as their candidate. Maybe this is opening the door <laughs> for him. It. Hey, maybe. right. Cause we were always wondering like, what is it we're really going to get into that makes us nostalgic for the Biden era? Right. Because it seems so ridiculous. What could what could take it to the next level? Right. That could be one of the things. Yeah, I'm holding out for Queen Kamala, evil empress of of America. But uh, 
I think she's yeah, on. I, you know, I was talking to Alex over the weekend. We were watching the the Eagles game, and we and we were just talking about how we think. And I think Alex made the point, but I don't know, man. She's she's on some serious drugs. She's she's <laughs> on some shit, dude. Like, I don't know that they'd want to trot her out. You know, I mean, I think they've had their hands full with Biden. I think they want someone that's going to be a little bit more, you know, self managing. Yeah, but again, you know, they like, don't know how to. They don't know how to hire propagandists, right? They'll just throw. Well, they can get that uh, the California there. governor, Newsom. Yeah, Newsom. He's like you know the, the American psycho, but he's he's manageable. I'm posting in the chat a Kamala video that if you want to play it from like one minute in, it's pretty. It's just a very brief. Some recent Kamala isms where she's addressing some kind of water management issue with all the uh, authority that you would expect. Yeah, it was like something that was like power lines or something. They were breaking ground and, you know, had all the <laughs> politicians out and she gave a grand speech. And they're probably told like, OK, go out and talk about this. Yes. In particular, in dealing with the various issues that are present when we look at the climate crisis, think about water policy, uh, diversifying water policy, understanding that we must have the ability to diversify our approach and our and the resources to everything from what we do in terms of uh, conservation to recycling, desalination, diversify and our resources. storage of water. This plant and this facility in particular is doing some of the smartest and the most contemporary kind of work that is necessary to, to store water, understanding that the climate crisis presents exactly here, what we've experienced great. here in California. <laughs> We're going to have days and sometimes there will be days of immense water, of rain, of storms, of flooding. And at the same time, we are a state that has experienced for generations drought. And we must therefore understand that the issues that are present in the climate crisis are varied. And it requires us to be present and to be in front of each of the iterations and variations that include so here I am extreme in front weather of that produces a lot of water. And extreme weather that produces drought. See, climate change is going to cause your flooding and your iterations, drought. Boom. variations, diversity, word salad, lots of words. Yeah. She said lots. a lot of adjectives and the word water, and that was basically that was basically and climate it. crisis. Yeah, and climate crisis. Yeah, God, like that's the thing. She's high. Can you explain desalination, water, salt. She had another speech today where she had the gall to speak to the merits of liberty and the pursuit of happiness within the Declaration mm. of Independence. Think of that. Oh, Just God. imagine her speaking to that. Come on. Don't you guys want her to, to be the next ruler of America? That'd be so, <laughs> so awesome. Think of the meme potential. OK, like, mm. you know, like who thought we could, you know, like after Trump or like, oh, this is how is anybody going to top that? Right. And then we got and then we got this demented kid sniffer. Right. <laughs> Who's just like completely off the charts. Right. Like who would have even you know, imagined it? So the next one, it's just good, like we it's got to be a dream candidate like Kamala. Yeah, I think we could do better, though. Mm, we, yeah, she's, I, I mean, she doesn't, in, doesn't interest me. Yeah, I don't think there'll be enough moments. Oh, can can yeah. you think of somebody that would be more tyrannical or, well, um, or you know, like uh, you know, Hillary Clinton's still alive? What about Beta? Your boy Beta. Oh, Beta or Be <laughs> Beto? <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Or what uh, about or what about Pete Butig 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 Oh, Butt Plug. Butigig. 
butt plug is probably uh I don't know. Is he still on like maternity leave with his uh fake like <laughs> breast thing that he has going on with what? their adopted son? Did you ever see pictures of that? Oh my god, dude. No, dude. It was when he was oh shit. I'm so glad I haven't. Please don't produce the evidence. <laughs> Let me get in the docs here. <laughs> like, uh, is this like Bill Gates the Bill Gates milkers? Is he yeah. wearing the Bill Gates milkers? Well, it's like a prosthetic for gay couples to basically nurse yeah, dude. I, 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 let me find it. It you, it's it's not photoshopped either because it was when he was on maternity leave when him and his husband adopted their kid. I think it was invented by Bill Gates. <laughs> yes, he has probably. Here, that's what I'm find. saying. How do you spell Budapest? <laughs> uh, I'll I'll have to find it here. I'll have to find it, but. I'm telling you, this yeah, photo I'm sure is in real. your web browser, if you just type in B U T and then it'll just fill in the rest. Yeah, here we go. It'll be a second here, boys. Let me, let me see here. Images. How about um, now? Did you guys catch um, the, uh, the big guy's speech on MLK Day? Um, yes. And he was because uh, he he's been to like black churches since he was a kid. Right, Babs? And. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was recounting like, how he got his start coming up in the civil rights movement. That too, and, yeah. Uh, and uh, maybe um, I think we have some videos from that. I also had a, a video of him actually at one of these black churches, which he he references. But uh, the the thing about it is, is he had already done this storyline previously, and then had to admit that he that um, it wasn't true. So, but then he forgot that he already admitted this was a lie. So he brought back some old lies again. And he's like, back to these stories. <laughs> he can't, he's forgetting his old lies that were, oh, wow. That's what's tough They're about, you know, dementia and being a politician, right? Because right. to be a Joe Biden, you have to carry so many lies in your head at one time, right? right. And try to remember which ones you've been busted for and which ones you can still tell. Exactly. I can't believe the FBI still has the nerve to praise King every single year on Twitter, man. And we ratioed the hell out of them. But it's just like, even if I was a regime propagandist, it's like the FBI cannot be the one praising him. It has to be like the Department of Interior or something. I just, I'm beyond flabbergasted by some of these moves. You know, it's just live trolling on their part. I mean, (laughs) I guess. I guess so, but they're gluttons for punishment. They got ratioed by a lot of accounts on that. Yeah, dude, you guys been you guys been killing it with the with the account going <laughs> Thanks, after. Man. Yeah, it's been it's so refreshing because yeah, prior to Reno, oh my god, dude, the Twitter the, the Twitter of the LP was so fucking cringe. <laughs> Every now and then there'd be like once in a blue moon, like what the fuck? Who tweeted that? That's actually pretty good and then it's like okay i think we're i think we're back at it and then they would just follow up with the most cringe lulbert weak sauce takes that have nothing to do with what's currently going on in fucking clown world it's like god damn it taxation is unfortunate (laughs) (laughs) no thanks man i you know i appreciate it it's a team effort but we have fun man the replies are the most fun and we can always do better there's things to learn from and different strategies to utilize what have some have been your most successful successful tweets um, some of the most successful tweets are, man, one of them, 
let's see, one of them's pinned to the profile right now that says your enemy is not in Russia with various politicians' heads in the oh, U.S. That regime. That was Another one called child gender reassignment, child abuse. That is one of our best performing tweets ever, I'm proud to say. Um, there's a few others. Yeah, that one was a that was a good one with the uh, your enemies not in Russia. We I think uh, I retweeted that on the Maryland Mises and the Mises page, and that one just like, dude, it was it was probably the one with the the largest reach. It was great. I, I'm it looking is, at it the, now. It's a that's a panel of nine nine villains. Yeah, your enemy is not in Russia, but at home. How could you limit it to only nine? That must have been the hardest thing. <laughs> the nine, I, neither me or Reed. Yeah, we didn't actually make the graphic. I don't think so. Um, I definitely didn't. I don't think he did either. I think it's actually an older graphic that we just resurrected because obviously, you know, there'd be other people like some of these people haven't really had much. You know, Bush hasn't yeah, been like in Mitt, the Mitt Romney. For a while. It's fun to include Mitt Romney yeah. just to throw him a bone like he's still relevant in any yeah. way in the world at all. <laughs> hey, we're, is that, uh, is I, we're I patch McCain in one of those images, Babs? Oh, he uh, should be. No. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody needs to update this with some of the more contemporary villains. True. Did you guys see Alex Stein confront him and said, you lost an eye for WMDs that didn't exist. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Dude, I love Alex Stein. We got him to follow the account, actually. Nice. Have uh, do you have any interactions with them or not personally? Some people in Texas, I think, know him. But man, I wish he would join us. He's kind of, I think, more of a distant right winger, right? But I love yeah. him just ridiculing regime politicians. He's so good at grilling. Oh yeah, he recently. It was beautiful. He recently. Oh shit! You know what? Let me find this because we talked about it. He recently trolled the Baltimore County. Uh, council, <laughs> and I gotta find this. Wait, Baltimore <laughs> County? Yes, look this up, dude. It was fucking great. It was from. Wait, did we week. talk? Wait, I think we talked about this on the show, didn't we? I think we did. It was a couple of weeks. Uh, you're right. You're right. We did, Jared. But it was a couple of weeks I'm ago. I don't remember where, what it was about. Um, he dressed up like a not a furry the rat. He had, he had the, the Ronnie dog. the Rat gig, dude. Yeah, Ronnie well, the Rat is his best character. Went with like the the. The uh, mask with the dog mask that he's yeah. uh okay yeah so he did that he's oh like, like a uh, uh, the lucha libre mask yeah i think it was that one let me find let me find you might be thinking of a different one but yeah but um but no it's i actually uh reached out to him but who knows dude you know what i mean like on twitter but basically about the rage against war rally in dc coming up on the 19th because mm. I mean, the fact that he goes right, like you said, man, he just goes right up to Patch McCain. It's like, you're a fucking warmonger, Patch McCain. I'm like, Alex Stein, you need to get out to this fucking rally, at, you know, or at least, you know, just come on out, troll, you know, possibly he's, speak. Yeah, he's super anti-war, really good on that issue for sure. Yeah, so I don't know. I hope he uh, can at least come out to that. So that'd be awesome. Because, yeah, he goes after Patch McCain, old... Uh, who who else is he uh just aoc big juicy booty dude come on yeah Yeah, that was that was amazing (laughs) (laughs) oh shit he goes uh, to that that uh like weekly that uh city council and is it plano or somewhere plano texas Texas. yeah Yeah, dude and it's it's so funny he's so quick on his feet really savvy guy i'm pretty impressed and when he wanted to recruit uh recruit the council like if you want to sign up to be in a, a foreign legion just to sign up and fight for ukraine that <laughs> he was in uniform that was beautiful <laughs> but anyway 
Yeah, sorry but, um, to go off tan off on. A no, it's all tan. good, man. But uh, yeah, dude, the Twitter account's been great lately, man. So thank you. The messaging has improved tenfold. I, yeah, uh, I'm not gonna hang my hat on it until you know it translates into you know tangible. We're setting the world free locally or nationally in some ways, you know, whether it be through membership, we get more people interested in like single issue coalitions and stuff. But, you know, I take pride in the fact that it's been built up almost plus 100,000 followers since we took it over. So um, that's pretty good for seven, eight months. Right. I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And hopefully, hopefully the next oligarch won't shut it down for at least a few more years. Right. Uh, hopefully, man. Like, what you was never it know. before you took over? 229k and now it's at like right around 318 or something 316 so yeah. 316 we're like, bro we're like plus plus 90k or so nice yeah but i mean it's, but messaging matters and it's gonna it'll it'll eventually like scale where you'll see the results i mean how many people are like oh libertarian party haven't heard much from them lately but recent past couple months it's like oh yeah like the messaging is getting out there you know so and that's well, important because it trickles down well, I mean, before before this kind of opportunity, uh, how did the Libertarian Party ever get their messaging out? It was basically all you had were candidates. Now it's kind of like, why even bother with the candidates? Like, besides to have somebody with a Twitter, you know, yeah. like. Yeah, 100%, Pabs. Like, you can, it's just, it, it amplifies your message. It, it can, it's used, it, it definitely is going to trickle down to the local level where it matters for just getting people interested again, too. That's the main thing. You know, just generating interest and getting people fired back up like, oh, shit, like, all right, time to get back involved to some to some level, whatever I could do. You know, if I could go down to my thinking about more like the, you know, just regular people. Right. Where they might see one of these tweets. Right. And, you know, to a lot of people um, out in the real world, they may have these views. They're like, oh, this covid thing's crazy or the war in Ukraine. It seems like a scam or I don't trust these guys or it doesn't seem right. Right. They're kind of alone out there that, you know, and then you see like, oh, wait, somebody agrees with me because that's how I found the Libertarian Party. It was like, what? Harry Brown was against the drug war. You know, like I didn't know that's even, a th- you know, like <laughs> like non-interventionist foreign policy. Wait a minute. That, you know, like wh- who's that? So yeah, yeah, man. Twitter has a huge potential to reach a lot of those people. That too. 100 percent. Totally. We want to message radically, but be, you know, um, be aware that a lot of people are dispossessed and it's not necessarily going to be the the truest libertarian that sees all of them. But we want them to be thought provoking, as you kind of allude to. But if and as long as it's consistent to libertarian principles, right, it'll it'll work. You know, and and it can make sense. Like if, you know, hopefully they're not, you know, in the past, they'd be like, oh, what's this libertarian party? I like liberty. Oh, it's Gary Johnson telling me about the fair tax. You're like, yeah, you know, like, (laughs) you know, like air tax is like saying dry water. Right. Or like, uh, or like, oh, my God, the Ron Paul revolution. It was so insane. You know, Ron Paul drops out of the race. Like, what's everybody doing? Oh, what's Liber- oh, Libertarian Party? Oh, Bob Barr. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, right. take that momentum and just run it right into the ground. Yeah. When people talked about Barr or Wayne Allen Root, I had to hang my head in shame. No, no longer, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's going to take a while to just undo the damage of these people. I mean, reputation It might take a generation where people people like me have to die off that will still remember that. <laughs> uh, dude, I, I, I put them away. I had my uh, 
the the no Bill Weld signs from Reno. I have a bunch of them. <laughs> Would it say no Bill Weld? Well, no. It's like because I got the the Ron Paul one, and it just has yes. a picture of of Ron Paul with just vote yes, and yeah. all of Bob. All the uh, yeah, Bill Welch with big red signs with vote no. <laughs> so also in Reno, like I could bear, like half the time I was like I don't really know what's going on or whatever, but you knew like when all the red Bill Welch, it's like yes, vote no on this motherfucker. <laughs> that was yeah. genius. Has, has yeah. the next round of grifters shown up yet in the LP, or is it too early? Um, I don't Washington know. I don't. Republicans are they I'm still sure interested, they, or they've been, sure they, they exist, think that, that those people are going to be scared off? I mean, I'm sure they exist, but it doesn't seem like there's much money to be made in in such a niche ideology. And I want to make it otherwise. I want it to be disseminated and evangelized to the merits of it. But I don't know that that grifters would find much success here. To be honest, I don't know. I'm sure they exist, but or, yeah, is that a good thing or a bad thing? No, I guess it's. Uh, <laughs> Well, I, maybe they it's just, you know, sword. they know that they're not going to get a, that they're going to get a pass now, right? Bill Weld thought he'd get a pass because Gary Johnson got a pass. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Wait, was it sick of the top? Jesus Caucus? Oh, nice. Were oh, you God. waving one, Alex, at convention? Yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. Quality materials. Excellent. Yeah, it was great. So, because we, we uh, drove out there. So everybody <laughs> flew. So I was like, fuck it. So I took like, I, I took like a whole handful, like Heist gave me a bunch. Pretty much everybody from Pennsylvania and Maryland was like, Alex, bring these back. So I brought like, I don't know, I still got like 20, 20 or 30 of them still. So this is how you like, sig- <laughs> this is how you signaled for votes that were yeah, less it's obvious. Whipping. Yeah, yeah whipping floor could, votes. So on convention on the floor, like anything, like, no, we were just like, no, well, no. <laughs> it's a way to quickly disseminate how, you know, our caucus stands on particular issues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the brief moment that I was actually a participant, I was I remember they were doing that like in the Discord because they had the online voting. So it'd be like, all right, everybody like vote on this because it'd be like some random shit I've never heard about or don't know the rule about. I was like, okay. And they were like, vote, vote this way. I'm like, all right. Yeah, Jared Jared unfortunately had to uh do the online for the Orlando bullshit. <laughs> or yeah. no, the it was like what that split convention. And uh, I was like, "God, oh, Jared, you should come to Reno." He's like, "Dude, fuck no! I'm done with conventions. I'm not doing this shit anymore." Like, yeah. you know. So the online funny. convention was so different than the in-person group that showed. I'm sure it'd be more fun <laughs> to hang crazy. out in person. Yeah, right. but I mean, I did go to the Maryland. I did go to the Maryland convention and found it equally as boring. So, <laughs> and I was oh, yeah. like hawking, and I was hawking t-shirts. So. <laughs> At least in Pennsylvania, we have knife fights and <laughs> yeah, shit. It was like you know, it was like Antifa the re- like the highlight was and- David Gay showed up and like showed his memes for like thirty minutes. That was like the highlight of the whole thing. And you had him, and on then the getting show? drunk with everybody after the end. But uh, we had we had him on years ago. We uh, had him maybe- on with horrible audio. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, he was walking around with like uh, an iPhone mic. <laughs> he was in the middle of like a park, like rolling around on the grass with like a fucking like. Yeah, with like a shitty like old iPod uh, headset. <laughs> he had so now we have higher standards, so we should invite him back if he's willing oh, yeah. to get the proper, you know. Yeah, if you can get a fucking microphone. Yeah, yeah uh, dude, it was yeah. it was hilarious because there was a couple memes that he threw up that were from some pretty base Twitter accounts that I follow. And uh, one of them, I got to bring her on sometime, but I was like, holy shit, we had David Gay as our guest speaker. 
and he basically just did a meme presentation <laughs> and that's all he did and it's like that and was that's like speech. that's going to be the highlight of the convention for just like powerpoint slides of memes <laughs> that's all it was dude and that then he just later yeah and then he but, but it was pretty base he did promote his nonprofit and just how like paying it forward and building that charitable libertarian community and how his organization like customizing um bands for disabled individuals and how his like basically his meme page and his charity goes to genuinely help people in need so just kind of like hey be a libertarian you know in actions and but uh, you could tell how like uncomfortable like some of the more yeah, like spicy. cringy, like older people were. Oh yeah, dude. Some of the boomers, some of the spicy memes, they were kind of like, yeah, uh, I don't know about this. They're like, uh, and then of course, like we're just laughing, like yeah, you know, like yucking it up. So you saw the demographic change within the crowd, but like the boomer, like regime libertarians were like, well, these memes. I don't know about this edge lording messaging or these inappropriate. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was oh, very come on. embrace yeah. it. <laughs> David came yeah, to definitely. Tennessee's convention this year too. I like David. I haven't spoken to him at length, but he's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to talk to him because he's uh it, even though we had him on and and I even though his audio was shit, he had some amazing stories of how uh he was a uh, baseball coach or he was a recruiter. No, he was a translator. Tra- translator, <laughs> but he went like down to South American countries basically uh, scouting scouting hmm. players and uh wasn't he like the cuban government because he was trying to maybe recruit players at a well tournament? he was i think he was he was yeah he was basically trying to help players escape to play in america so like cuban players to help them like get out of the country so they could play potentially in the mlb yeah it was a pretty base story and yeah like, he got it he, yeah i forget the story so i don't yeah. want to fuck it up but yeah it was like some pretty wild shit with the mm. cuban government and yeah, yeah. definitely well, an interesting guy but yeah need to get him a microphone for sure <laughs> yeah so if he does come on we'll be like do you have better audio <laughs> will you be walking around at a park <laughs> at, and it was at like at night too well, so you could even didn't, see it. <laughs> i think he just didn't have reception in his house or something i don't know it's it weird but anyways but uh leave the poor guy alone um what other topics? Bad audio is a hate crime. I'm just going to keep repeating that. That is true. Speaking of sports, so yeah, I um, oh, go ahead. Well, Jared. I did want to talk about how. Uh, so last week we played a video on on the channel. I guess we have to be more careful about what videos we play, but. <laughs> right. So we had a uh, Drew Cook of the uh, LP Sober Caucus on, and yeah. it was the last week. It was this. What was it? Miss Universe pageant or some shit? And all we yeah, were just so commenting we were, on we were, these, Yeah, yeah. We were just we weren't even like playing much of the pageant. We were just playing the intro by the like the transgendered host. She was a woman, I, a woman. I'm a she woman. Was like talking all weird and. Yeah. I'm not a and lawyer, so but I think, and then, I think we're allowed to ridicule whatever we want and, and under fair use or whatnot. That's right? what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Fair use doctrine, man. Because yeah, was there even any can, audio? Uh, like, it doesn't even give me an option to like fight this. What did it specifically say? Like, because oh, dispute. Played... Here we go. I'm not making money from my video. Well, that's kind of true. <laughs> yeah. Look, it, once they see the word libertarian in it, that'll be confirmed. Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, shit. Yeah. It's yeah. not even. They're they're not even hiding. I was listening to No Agenda today, and I forget 
what clip they uh, got it from or what podcast, but someone made a really good point that they're censoring the censorship, you know, that we're in such a, not a bubble, but just amongst us. Like there's such a bubble that people outside of our bubble don't even realize that this, the levels of censorship that are going on because that in itself is being censored. And I was talking to my good boy, uh, Pedro, and he was saying like, dude, I would love to grab like one of my progressive lefty friends, like phones and just scroll through their algorithm and be like, what do you fucking see in an everyday basis that, you know, like we're, you know, so like they're in some other world than we right. are. Like- yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, I don't know. It, it, it was, it's cause you see it and just like, well, I was talking to a normal person recently and we were just chatting about things and the, and the Canadian truckers came up. Mm. And, um, you know, and I was like an example of how I was, you know, I was going to use it as an example of how, um, you know, we're kind of vulnerable to, you know, having our currency shut down or whatnot. And, you know, um, and she was like, what? You know, the, the, the Canadian trucker protest. What? She didn't even know never heard it? of it. Had wow. never heard of it. Wow. That's see, that's the thing. It's like you bring this stuff up and it's like completely you get that 10 mile you know, you get that stare. Yeah like, yeah, like she wasn't dumb or anything, just right. but she was just just a person leading a normal life, doing normal things, doesn't have libertarian friends. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, um, you know, that's what that's what most, you know, you, you really have to wonder, like, how can people tolerate this? It's because they don't know. <laughs> yeah. Or and then not only that, but then also like, hmm, grocery stores have been kind of empty been hearing all this stuff about supply chain shortages. What could be causing this? Oh, I don't know. Like truckers not being able to cross borders because of uh, not injecting a pharmaceutical process, like, you know, product. And there's fucking like protest and shutdowns. It's like one enormity be like, hmm, what's going on? But they're they have no access to that. You know, they're just like in another world. The algorithm is really and the fact that we're being censored because we were playing clips from like if we try to like post normie shit within our, to to our circle, we're the ones getting censored, right? It's like what the fuck. But at the same time, though, like Jesus Christ, we've got the internet, you've got YouTube, you've got a thousand podcasts you could listen to. That like, too. To, right? to remain in the dark seems like you have to actively do that, right? Yeah, like just very to true. shield yourself from so much obvious truth out there. Well, but the problem the problem is that's their what attention it seems gets like. Their attention gets eaten up by like the other stuff, just like the random like nondescript YouTuber that's like, you know, got millions of followers that doesn't talk about anything relevant. That's just like celebrity gossip or yeah, whatever that that hogs your attention. And then you don't have the extra desire to like seek like, oh, well, I'm really curious about like this situation, you know, the grocery store. Like, I, I, I'm very curious about or, why or like eggs COVID is come from. Like who yeah. has it, nobody even cares where COVID that COVID no, was they just, in a No, lab. it's just like okay, I, I clicked on the link at the bottom of the YouTube video. It says that you know it came from a bat Stay and that's effective. it. <laughs> Stay but effective. Yeah. That's it was all I need to know. Wet market. Yeah, that's crazy. They didn't even know what was going on. And that's the thing too. It wasn't like this is some distant land. It's like there's a protest shutting down the the capital of a country right above us, you know? <laughs> like 
couple hours from here, you know? Yeah. On a, on an issue that we were all going through at the time, right. Yeah. In, in one way or another, there's the, the insanity of the lockdowns and somebody was like actually making a stand and being effective, you know, with yeah. like, it was impressive. Like I'm sure it inspired people all over the world. Yeah. And speaking of like taking a stand, I guess we could wrap up with, and this is kind of like clown world, but, um, that ho- the hockey player from the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, we could we could end it on this because this is kind of where we're at. And I've heard this analogy be used a couple of times. But recently, before we do that, that was like that Seinfeld episode. And I think that's what we're going through. But it relates to this hockey player from the Philadelphia Flyers, uh, Ivan Provorov. And we could bring up the clip there, Jared. Um, the Seinfeld one? Well, uh, not just yet, but just his short clip of him being interviewed. So it was Wednesday night. It was in Philadelphia. They had to, yeah, they had to wear, um, I guess it was pride night and they had to wear these pride warmups. Well, he's basically said, no, I'm not going to, it's my choice. And he didn't wear it for warmups and he was just being grilled after the game for not participating. So yeah, Jared, go ahead. This is yeah. Him being interviewed post game. Stuart says he respects the decision you made for religious purposes. Can you, Expand on that a little bit. Yeah, I uh, I respect everybody and I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. That's all I'm going to say. Any, uh, like I said, that's all I'm going to comment on that. Um, if you have any hockey questions, I would like I would answer those. So. Russian Orthodox. So he's Russian Orthodox. So he's evil. They should have asked him about the war in Ukraine. He's obviously yeah, pure, sure. right? I mean, obviously so now, so now one reporter is actually asking a hockey question, but because um, he, he said it twice. He's like, I'm answering hockey questions. And then yeah, if we keep playing uh, it here, this is based. Obviously a great feeling for them and for the team. And uh, on Risto, you know, it's been a long time coming, but... Uh, great, uh, great job on the PK, blocking the shot, getting the, the puck and going up the ice, and then nice pass by Lots and uh, a great finish by Rista. Ivan, did you have any concern that not participating in warm-ups? Did you not hear what I just said? Can you, can you respect that? <laughs> Ivan, after the way that you... <laughs> yeah, that was it. He's like, did you not hear what I fucking said? Like, but... Yeah, and he I love was, how calm he is. Yeah, like that was the thing too. Like I would be like, "Did you not hear what I fucking said?" Like how calm he was. Like it was my choice, and respectfully, I'm you know what the fuck. It, but so this just it it brought in. So someone tweeted this out, um, and it's and it reminds me of the Seinfeld episode, and this seems to be coming up a lot of that like conformity with the crowd, and even if you like kind of support things, but it's like you have to go above and beyond. And this is from that old Seinfeld episode where Kramer's in the AIDS walk. <laughs> um, but it, it's so fitting. And, and the thing is, like, he was being ha- – this hockey player was being grilled by the media. A bunch of analysts were just, you know, going after him and targeting him. But it's just – it's this mentality, though, from this old Seinfeld episode. Uh, 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 okay, you're checked in. Yeah, thank you. Here's your AIDS ribbon. Uh, no, thanks. You don't want to wear an AIDS ribbon? Uh, no, no. But you have to wear an AIDS ribbon. I have to? Yes. Yeah, see, that's why I don't want to. But everyone wears the ribbon. You must wear the ribbon. What you are, you are a ribbon bully. Hey, hey you, come back here. Come back here and put this on. 
You're a ribbon boy. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. When <laughs> he's going, it's like you gotta wear. It. <laughs> yeah. Uh, per- that's what it is, right? God, that's so. That show was so good, right? It's uh. But anyway, um, yeah, that was that was the week in clown world, I guess. So and he's, he said he was Russian everything. Orthodox. Yeah, he's that's Russian the, Orthodox. the religion that's now banned in Ukraine. Yeah. So is they're it? going. Yep. No shit. Yeah, and there was this hockey. I couldn't find the clip. Maybe I'll uh, save it for the after hours, Jared. But there was a hockey analyst, like uh, I guess, like the ESPN version up in Canada, and trying to make those connections. Like this is intolerance. This is bigotry for him not participating, and this is for gay rights and. And trying to tie in Ukraine and then he's Russian Orthodox. He's like, you can't hide behind religion. And I was like, wow, they're it. Yeah, I'd have to find it. I um, I think I have it in the docs. I'll say that for the after hours. So I guess we I just like it the way he's like, I'm just doing my, you know, it's my choice. Yeah. I'm here and so I don't get fined. Doing my thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm here so I don't get fined. <laughs> Crazy. All right. Yeah. I guess Dave, we can leave on that note. Yeah, Dave, Dave you thanks got any for coming on, man? Yeah, it was good um, hanging out. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, anything you want to promote? Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, I mean, I recently released a biography on Thomas Paine called Thomas Paine, A Lifetime of Radicalism. It's available on Amazon, but also I would prefer that if any of your listeners pick it up, um, get it from my site at davidbenner.square.site. You can also get personalization mm-hmm. options. I'll sign it. I won't say Nancy Pelosi rules or anything absurd like that. But uh, yeah, pick it up. <laughs> Hope you enjoy. And uh, yeah, thanks Don't for having me. Guys. Ideas. Yeah, last, honestly. What's the uh, what's the website again? Uh, DavidBenner.square.site. Okay, cool. Yeah, man, we'll put it in the show notes and uh, promote that. I'm, I'll have to pick up a copy. So thank you, guys. Cool, man. Good hanging out. And we also have to promote the DC rally. Oh yeah, you coming up, Dave, for that? You're gonna venture I up from Tennessee. I can't make it this year. Actually, uh, just a personal matter that conflicts. But uh, man, that is one of the coolest coalitions and alliances I can think of. The People's Party What's... are extremely based on war, and it's a great coalition. Yeah. Do we have? Sure. Maybe we can show that that flyer. What, what's the date of that? Um, Febu- of February nineteenth. February nineteenth. President's Day weekend. Um, yeah, let me see here. I'll pull up. The... It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a blast down there. Yeah, like, a couple uh, more, we're all going. Uh, a couple more confirmed speakers. Uh, yeah, there it is. Rage Against the War Machine, February 19th. Lincoln Memorial, unfortunately, even though he's a tyrant. Um, but yeah, <laughs> right out there uh, down in D.C., February 19th. Come on out. Donate. They need to raise some funds. Check out the website. You can donate there. Um, and looking forward to seeing everybody there. Hell Yeah. We are a sponsor and we'll be there and we'll have a good time. We are a sponsor and we are also sponsored by libertariancountry.com. Uh, they sell t-shirts and they are dope and they have our t-shirt there for sale. Uh, if you go to libertariancountry.com and you enter code PRL, you can save 10%. If you buy as much as $50 worth and you type in the code PRL20, you can save 20%. Um, yeah. And then also, yeah, we've got a Patreon. We're about to head over there. Um, you can, uh, get access to that by going to our Patreon, donating as little as $3 a month. And that will give you access to our after hours episode 
And we've just started doing that live on YouTube. So you can actually like hop on, comment live, and uh, yeah, talk shit and have a good time. So yeah, that's all we got for tonight. Um, Alex, help, help me take this out. I got you. So Go uh, until next time, Jared, live free. Live free or die. Stay the 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 tax bombs and bread. Was it by a few